0: Welcome to the Kinda Crunchy Podcast, where we talk about all things health and mamas. We can't wait for you to hear today's episode, so let's get to it. Hello guys, welcome back to the Kinda Crunchy Podcast. We have a fun episode today, our health hot takes. Yeah. So we might cancel ourselves. Yeah. These you might uh, be angry at us, but today is actually my birthday when this episode goes out, so... You can't. You can't be mad at me. You at can birthday. only be mad
1: at Jensen. Yeah, you can
0: only cancel <laughs> Jensen. I'm uncancelable today. It's my. It's my one day. It's my birthday. So how old are you,
1: Rachel? Twenty-seven.
0: Um, which feels ancient. I guess this is kind of my life update. Today's my birthday. Um, I feel like we just graduated high school, but it's been almost ten years. It's weird because I'm like, oh, is this how it is forever? You still feel like you relate to the kids in high school, but you're like actually old. Um, I have gray hairs, a lot of them now. Um, it'll be a miracle if I'm not fully gray before I have babies, I keep saying. Um, my mom went fully gray at 16 years old and it runs in the family. So I am doing pretty well considering that. I've, I've really, uh,
1: you've defied, you've defied the odds. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Mm -hmm. Um, I have already made the decision when my hair goes gray, I'm going to be the gray girl. I'm letting it go. My mom's hair is short, though. I look awful with any <laughs> kind of short hair. I cut my hair here, and I'm crying. Okay, like up by my neck. Um, yeah, I'm gonna have long gray hair, and I don't care if I look like a witch. And I'm probably gonna have toddlers and have this long gray hair, and it's gonna be beautiful. It's gonna be majestic. I will also say my mother's hair is not wiry, and it is the most beautiful natural gray, white, black really hair. Is. Like. I don't know what, what happened, but her hair coloration... Like, people ask her if she dyes it like that. Um, but I've never known my hair, my mom without gray hair. She's had it since I was a kid. So I'm like, you know what? The tradition continues. So I literally just plucked a gray hair in Jensen's bathroom. And was oh, like... <laughs> 27.
1: <laughs> um, so yeah, that's my... Do you have any gray hairs yet? Um, no, not yet. But Logan does. And I, like, point them out, which is kind of funny. But yeah. not yet. Okay, someone... I was my parents' church, and I received, like, the craziest compliment. I was, like, helping, like, greet at my parents' church because, actually, my, my parents are greeters at their church, which is really cute now, but my that dad is. was golfing, so my dad's like, can you fill in for me? And I'm like, yeah, I can say hi they're to like, people. They're like, this girl goes to our church. They're like, who is this girl greeting us? <laughs> and I was talking to some people there, and the one girl's like, I said, like, oh, yeah, like, I'm married, and I live in length, so they're like, you're married? And I'm like, yeah. She's like, really? And I was like, yeah. She's like, How? She's like I how, and I like, we got into that, I was like, how do you think I am? She's like, I thought you were 16. And I'm like, I don't know who you are, but I love you. You do like, look young. I, I, like in a
0: good way, in a good yeah. way, not like in a so childish way. I'm like, I'm like way. a
1: high school youth leader. And like, I remember like one of the girls one time was like, I thought you were a student. And I'm like, you can tell me that. I'm okay with that. Like, which is, it's funny. I feel like I do mm-hmm. have like a very like young looking persona. I feel like I've always looked kind of young, but like, yeah. I'm not mad about it. So I'm like, when people tell me I look like young, I'm like just keep telling me even if you don't think it it makes me I've literally
0: always been told that people think I'm older than I am you've
1: always even in high school you've had like a mature look like you've always just like looked older I don't I've grandma at heart right (laughs) no I really have been told that like in
0: college um I worked in a student tutoring center and some of my co-tutors told me they thought I was a returning adult Mm -hmm. student like I was a married like adult woman I was like I'm younger than you. Thank you. Um but I'm okay with it. I don't take it offensively as like they think I'm wrinkly and old. I take it as
1: like you're
0: just, like They always say no. It's like the way you carry yourself you seems do, can, like you you're do like have children and you're 50 and I'm like thanks. Just I just skip childhood. That's I'm sure I need therapy for like the issues
1: surrounding Rachel's just that. wise beyond her years. But I wanted to oh, ask so you Oh, so wise.
0: Yeah. Uh, now I'm 27.
1: You're 27, but... You okay. have so much to learn from me. I do. Jensen, get on my level. You're only 26. Um, okay, Rachel, are you doing anything fun for your birthday? I know this is still like not... We're a month from your birthday basically right now, but would you have any fun plans or anything you want to do?
0: Okay, my birthday. Oh. I'm just going to be honest. When it's my birthday, it's a big deal.
1: Okay. Every, I drop like everything. people to
0: make a big deal out of my birthday. So <laughs> wish me happy birthday online. No, I'm joking. Um, But actually... My birthday's a big deal, and the people mm. around me know it. It's the day about me, and mm. I'm going to be celebrated for all the lovely things I
1: am. If you're watching on YouTube, leave a comment. Happy birthday, Rachel, Happy because birthday, it's Rachel. gonna make her feel really good. Yes,
0: it will actually. I'll get external <laughs> validation and feel amazing. Um So, my birthday my husband's family goes camping Ooh. every year, and it's like a big trip, right? Um, they go, we were just saying like, we need our intro to not be so long. Well, this is getting a little, sorry, but okay. <laughs> they go on this big trip, like aunts and uncles come, cousins come. They have like 10 people camping at campsites. Mm-hmm. They have like these nice RVs and campers. It's like mm-hmm. bougie camping. Um, so I've gone since like high school when my husband and I were dating, like I'd go mm-hmm. up and visit like their campsite. Cause it's only a couple hours from our house and whatever they always go over my birthday. Which, like, fine when I was living at my house with my parents and whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, my birthday's a big deal at my house. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, like, my husband and I got married, we're always camping for my birthday. Mm-hmm. And, like, so I'm always like, okay, we need to plan when's my birthday that's not the day of my birthday. Yeah. Like, which weekend are we doing Rachel's day? Mm-hmm. And then also on my birthday, you need to make a big deal out of me. There have been many a birthdays, and this is going to sound so shallow, but I have literally... It been in tears because there is a cousin that comes and an uncle that comes that have a birthday on the 2nd and 6th of august so we get a combo cake and song that does not <laughs> cut it for me i have my own birthday i am my own person thank you i want the cake i want With the candles of yours, I am. And I'm not doing a joint song and blowing out the candles. No, I'm doing my own thing. And, like, how do you tell your soon-to-be mother-in-law, no, you're making me my own cake with my own candles? So then I'm, like, telling my husband, my birthday, I'm going to cry if this doesn't happen. So you need to make it happen. So then he's, like, telling his mom, no, you have to get me to her own cake. And then I feel so shallow. But, like, it matters to me. I'm sorry. It matters to me. So... We do Rachel's birthday celebration. <laughs> they probably all think I'm self-absorbed, but it really does matter to me. Um, so I'm going to be there on the day of my birthday. Mm-hmm. So I did already tell my mother and father-in-law. He wanted one of like those. Uh, I forget what they're called. The nice pizza ovens that like sit tabletop. Oh
1: yes. To make like yeah, yeah, wood
0: fire pizza about. for Christmas, my father-in-law. I want one, but I didn't get one. I got one for him. He still hasn't taken it out of the box because he's waiting till the summer. And he said, I'm going to take it camping. And I told him, I was like, my birthday is pizza night. (gasps) I do not want to not, like, I have to leave some of the days for work things. And I was like, I'm not missing pizza night. We're doing pizza night on my birthday. So we'll just do a cake, sit around the campfire. It is nice because my parents go too and my family. Oh, yeah. Like, because our parents are friends now. So it's a ton of people there
1: all celebrating me. It just, like, fills my little eco cups. (laughs) What kind of cake do you want? Like, what's your ideal birthday cake? It changes every year. Okay. Well, what's this year? Or do you not know yet? I haven't decided yet. In some years, it's not cake. Sometimes oh. it's like a brownie
0: or like some different dessert. Ooh. but there. My mom was offended many years because
1: <laughs> I wanted to make my own birthday cake. I remember you making like the. You made like a chocolate cake that was. If like I a have Matilda a vision, cake. yeah, you. Have I a-
0: want to do it. Yes, I made like the Matilda cake. You know Matilda the movie where they have like the really chocolatey layered cake. Um, I've done other layered cakes. I've done carrot cakes different things and my mom always wants to make for me and I rob her of the blessing rob Um, her of her blessing sometimes I just have such a vision yeah you know but someone can make it for me this year I haven't decided it'll be a last minute but always a buttercream not a whipped icing oh
1: good to know I love celebrating my birthday too. Logan's not a birthday guy, and it's funny how like mm-hmm. I feel like you marry each other, you're like one person's like, eh, birthdays or whatever, and the other person's like, You have to recognize my birthday. And then it's like <laughs> trying to find that middle ground because I'm always like, Logan, we have to celebrate you, and he's like, eh. And I'm like, But yep, then it's same. my but Logan does a good job of celebrating. Like, like he he knows that birthdays mean a lot to me, so he does a good job with it. But we're
0: at a good place now. Yeah. It, high school boys. <laughs> when we were dating they don't care that much about birthdays yours or theirs but we've come a long way in understanding why it matters and I want a gift on my birthday even if there's going to be other gifts on the day we celebrate my birthday my birthday will have a cake and a gift and a song and a big (laughs) deal about me on the day of my birthday and it it matters so I love it yeah you went down you opened a whole can of worms sorry sorry (laughs) yes that's a whole thing but
1: But we're in a good place now we are um. Yeah. My life update. I was just gonna kind of share like what's happening this weekend. So, uh, Rachel, we're out here recording, and then mm-hmm. after we kick them out. I'm just kidding. After they leave, <laughs> um, we are back on the wedding grind. We had taken a break. Jensen and all her weddings. All the weddings. Okay. I just need to say we had this discussion last night. If we didn't have social media. I was saying we were saying that you could have a dress for the year, and this is like your wedding dress, and you just like events, baby showers, bridal showers, everything. But we feel like we need to have a different dress for every event because if we post a picture, it's like I don't want to be seen wearing the same dress to six weddings. But like, who cares? Like, it's so funny how like we feel like we have to look a certain way because of social media. But nonetheless, we have a wedding today. Today, yeah, wow, we have a wedding today, and then (laughs) tomorrow wrap it up. (laughs) Tomorrow we have a wedding reception brunch our friends eloped and had this beautiful wedding out west um yeah it was gorgeous and they're having like a little like drop-in brunch i know just like drop in when you can't i love that brunch nothing's better than brunch that's a great idea we're here for it and then we have a little like fourth of july pool party with our small group and yeah we have a fourth of july party on monday night and then logan and i are golfing on the actual fourth like that tuesday we're doing like Mm -hmm. i'm gonna play nine he'll play 18 and then i will go to the pool for the rest of the nine so So that's our plan so far i know i'm really excited i i'm glad we're here i feel like last year we were in ocean city maryland on the fourth which was super fun like we Mm -hmm. went with our friends thomas and alexis had the best time um but it's just nice to like be here be Mm -hmm. home and to just like yeah i don't know being home i feel like we're always on the go with weddings and travel and stuff so it's just nice to like in our house, so I'm just excited. It's a fun weekend. It's already been such a fun Sounds weekend like, with you guys yes. here. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. We've just
0: been having the best time. It feels like some. such a long weekend, too, because yeah. like we are doing this and yeah. then like we still have the whole weekend, yeah. plus Monday, Tuesday. Like I
1: work Monday, but I'm like working from home, Same. so it's like it's not that I'm not working, but it's like there's a different feel when you're like, it'll be at a home. light
0: day, right? Yeah, I mean,
1: who's gonna really need me on the third of July? Be like the I'm gonna have like, like a million things the crashing me. and burning. <laughs> um, emergency meeting, <laughs> but that's my life update. So, nothing really. Too crazy, but I'm like so excited for this episode because we're just we're giving you our opinions. Be unhinged. These are our opinions, and if you don't agree with them, that's okay. Um, sorry, sorry. <laughs> but it's it's just, my birthday. It can't get me. Yeah, you can leave hate comments for Jensen, but not Rachel. Just tell her happy birthday. So, you want to go first? It's your birthday. You start us out. Sure. Health
0: hot take number one. I think probably ninety percent of people who are gym guys or girls aren't healthy. And, um, I think that the gym culture can be really toxic. Um, even when you're like a girl that lifts and is healthy and does macros or all these things, I think so much of like the gym culture or hitting macros actually leads you to eating like unhealthy foods or forcing yourself to eat like a certain amount of protein. So then you're like, what are these other foods that I have that have higher protein? Some of the protein powders are just the nastiest thing you could put in your body. Um, Also, like, waking up first thing in the morning and going into a gym with blaring music with your AirPods in with EMFs and bright fluorescent lights before you get any sunlight and doing this intense workout, I would argue might not be the best for your hormones compared to, like, some light yoga on the deck. Um, And so, like, I mean, obviously I can't say all people are unhealthy. But I think we see a lot of those people and we're like, they look so good. Or they look like yeah. the picture of health. Like, look at that girl. She's like really lean, but muscular and toned. Or even mm-hmm. like, oh, she's bulkier, but like really mm-hmm. toned and like, not like, I I don't want it to sound like judgmental.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But like, I think health is so much bigger. I, I'm going to share with you what I, what I told you when we came here the other night. I was laying in bed falling asleep and I said to my husband, because I'm not very good at math. Um, <laughs> really? And he's good at math. I'm like, and I can just say something and he has like the answer like that math wise. I'd need to get like a calculator or take time. I said, if I'm spending five hours a week doing something, what percent of my week is it? And he gave me the right answer. I think it was 3%. I could be wrong on what mm-hmm. his answer was, but it was like something like 3%. And I was like, okay, so if that's five days a week, I'm working out for an hour, that's 3% of my week so health that's the fitness component is like three percent of it mm-hmm. so what am i spending my other time doing like 30 to 40 percent sleeping uh so why am i not focusing on that for my health eating my posture during the work day my mental state my stress like mm-hmm. what are the things that are eating up our time that really go into health and i think so many people have like this isolated like gym girl perspective mm-hmm. with like macros and lifting mm-hmm. and I think strength training is great and I think all that stuff's great but like when you really look at like your body in a holistic picture of health yeah, 3% of your week yeah. if you're doing an hour a day for 5 days which yeah. not even everyone does yeah. like health is way more than that yeah. so I'm just saying like I think sometimes we idealize it, like yeah. looking online, like, oh, yeah. these people must be so fit. They're always in the gym, mm-hmm. and they're eating this, like, they're what they eat in a day, and, like, that type of stuff. Yeah. And I'm like, that's, like, 3 to 5% of their day, though. Yeah. Are they actually healthy, or are they losing sleep to get this done? Yeah. Are they chronically stressed? Are they, like, on a caffeine high?
1: Yeah, and I feel like that ideal, like, and again, not to be judgmental, but sometimes you see that, like, gym girl, and that's usually the girl that's always posting about her workouts and her like sports bra and spandex and probably people are like oh I'm canceling Jensen right now yeah but at it, me I have a
0: picture I, on my feet of me
1: <laughs> but also like I know a lot of times like when you're posting a lot of pictures yourself with the gym like there's like a mental component of that where it's like I know for me if I was doing that like there's a lot of body image wrapped up in that too and mm-hmm. I'm not saying everyone struggles with that but like There is definitely like a look if you're like a gym girl and you feel like, and even just like you were saying from the beginning, like nourishing yourself, like some of the proteins, the pre-workouts, like you're probably just like focusing so hard on the macros that you're not looking at like, am I getting vitamin A, vitamin D? Am I getting like the actual things that are nourishing my hormones? Like things that are really making me holistically healthy because you're focused Mm -hmm. on like hitting hitting your macros, looking a certain way, which no offense, like, the way you look does not determine your health, which I think is our society yes. thinks if you if you have yes. if you are lean, if you have abs, if you are toned, you are healthy. And I can tell you, when I was my leanest, I was my unhealthiest. Same. Like people would look at me and be like, "Oh my gosh, wow, look at you, freshman year of college. Like you look really lean." And I was like, "Well, I didn't get a period that entire year, so yeah." Mm-hmm. Can I also say that if we took away Instagram and
0: mirrors? Mm, what would your workouts look like and what would your goals be because i don't think it'd be to grow the booty and get lean and mm-hmm. like I, maybe it would i think it'd probably be to move your body and be healthy yeah and i think that can look a lot of different ways and again i am a strong advocate for strength training yes we both go to the gym and strength train weekly like we do but we, we love it <laughs> but i just think it's such a culture right now that The gym is becoming more mainstream for Mm -hmm. girls, which is good that Mm -hmm. girls are feeling more comfortable lifting and, like, being in the gym in that capacity. But I think there's a lot of toxicity that can come from it. And I think we really need to dial it back to, like, 100 years ago, what would have my health goals been? Yeah. And, like, when I'm an old grandma, am I still going to do this for health when I can't post the pictures of my wrinkly, saggy, skinny
1: butt? (laughs) Like, am I still going to be doing this? Or is it... For aesthetics. Wow, that was a really hot, hot take that we just started out with. Okay, yeah, give us your next one, Jensen. So my next one is fitness trackers or stressors. Um, We're coming at the fitness world right now. Sorry, (laughs) I let me let's roll it back to high school. I had a Fitbit. I had the one that you wore on your hip, so you couldn't see it. I literally put it on my underwear, so you literally could not see this. I wore it during every basketball game during my high school career. Oh, it never was off my body. If you actually would look at my app, if I like log back in, because it has your steps for like a lifetime, I've like walked the globe. Like I've literally, I've had, because I've had this <laughs> from like ninth grade till, like, like, and I use it for marathons. So it's like, it's, oh yeah. It's picked up every step. And I used it probably till like COVID ish. Um, I was a psychopath. I would not let myself go to school in high school until I had 2,000 steps. I would walk around my house. I'm not, this sounds crazy. No. I literally would take steps around my house till I hit 2,000 steps. Wait, I think I remember that. Then I could go to school after I'd eaten and barely had any breakfast and was like not eating. But I was like so obsessed with these numbers mm-hmm. and I couldn't go to bed unless I hit 10,000 steps. And I was just so crazy about it. And that's not healthy. And I think we're so, and you know, we're trying to be less connected to technology. And when we have our wrist, and we're trying to close our rings, and I know that some people love that. And if it- It scares me. If it works for you, that's great. But I just think like there's a stressor about like seeing your calories, your steps. Like I feel like it's just information overload that can Mm -hmm. really just like cause more stress than needed. So you know what, if it works for you, great. I'm not saying get rid of your Apple watch. I feel like everyone has an Apple watch and they look at their steps and stuff. But for me personally, I don't use that anymore. And I feel like a weight has been lifted off my shoulders. So that's just my personal opinion. I was a Fitbit girl through and through for like eight or nine years like it was something I did and I have found freedom not using it um but that's my personal experience yeah I agree (laughs) with your hot take
0: it scares me having something what what is it that's reading throughout the day and like I'm scared of EMFs here, okay? (laughs) I'm scared of all the technology's impact on our brain and our health and all these things. What what's going on there? It's like how you're like, oh, I don't want to have my phone in my pocket or like causing cancer. Like, we gonna see wrist cancer in 50 years, right where the Fitbit is? Like I'm uh, that's like really out there. Sorry, getting a little conspiracy theorist. Um, this is me thinking out loud. Again, you can't cancel me. I can see. You. It's a birthday. All hey. kinds of things today. Um, no, I just, I just don't like being tethered to yeah. something like constantly. I feel like it inundates you with having your focus be on your body and on your health and on your fitness, and that's just like again, my whole like the way I think is like a hundred, a hundred and fifty years ago. Yeah. Our ancestors were just getting stuff by naturally doing stuff, not by, like, being like, I have to hit a number.
1: Well, it's kind of like when you're, like, obsessed with a number on a scale, if you're obsessed with how many calories you're it eating. It's like unhealthy. these numbers, we get so tied to them, and mm-hmm. it's like if we aren't hitting them or if it's – it's just very toxic, I think. So, yeah, hot, hot take. take. Hot take. <laughs> Rachel, what's your next one?
0: My next one is being a boss babe or participating
1: in hustle culture is – which if you listen to our episode with Lizzie Lizzie. on yoga we had we talked about how the three of us like our mindset is to be a boss babe and which I sound I feel cringy saying that okay I'm saying that like sarcastically yes go into more detail um they used to have
0: like when we were like in high school like you could get like little plaques that said like hashtag boss yes you know what I mean like the stores like Mm -hmm. home goods and stuff had those yep um Yeah, I think – I don't know. This one could be loaded. Okay. I think that our culture has had a big push for women to be strong and independent. And I think women are incredible and capable of so much. Mm -hmm. But I think that we are chronically overloaded and overstressed, like we talked about in our stress episode And I think that this pours into it, is that push to be like, do it all and be it all. Like, I can be the girl who goes and like ah, dominates at my office job and also like goes to the workout class and also is the ideal soccer mom and then making these healthy choices and making homemade sourdough and going on these trips with my husband and dressing cute and like still taking time for self-care and like spending time with my family. Too many balls to juggle. Mm-hmm. Okay. For me anyway, that it becomes a stressor. And I just think this culture pushes us into like the boss favor or hustle culture is like you have to do it all, be it all, and be the best at it all. Mm-hmm. And like you cannot. At some point you have mm-hmm. to be like, I cannot do all these things mm-hmm. and be the best at them and like what really matters here yeah what are what are the things I need to focus on I'm not saying like suck at your job on purpose or something Mm -hmm. I'm saying though like sometimes that might be like I I need to switch jobs because this is too stressful and too demanding on me Mm -hmm. or I need to pull back to part-time or do something else because Mm -hmm. I want to prioritize these other things or that some of the other things need cut Mm -hmm. out of your life you don't need to be Mm -hmm. uh a fitness instructor before you go in and do this mm. not at you jensen, at but jensen. <laughs> and both of us right yeah, really. both of us we're we're working a full-time like office job and then i'm doing health coaching on the side jensen's a pure bar instructor oh and running a podcast so we're preaching to the choir here yes <laughs> uh this is something we struggle with yeah um but it's overrated because it just creates the cycle of stress and it's like duh does it matter in the end yeah that's my hot take it's, no that culture's overrated and I'm done with it. I love it. I my agree. my deepest desire is to be a stay-at-home mom who bakes sourdough and that's my sole job. Same. Not baking sourdough, <laughs> being a mom. Sorry, kids. <laughs> take care of yourselves. I've got a sourdough baby mm-hmm. to care for.
1: That's my hot take. I love it. Yeah. What's I you? couldn't agree more. What's your next one? So my next one isn't really like, I wouldn't call it a hot take, but it's just something I want to talk about because I feel like I'm seeing it more in like, health culture, and I don't know what you know about it, but I was with some people. I'm not going to out them, because they said, like, don't (laughs) Don't say that (laughs) it was us that asked about it. But they're probably listening. Um, But can we talk about coffee enemas? Okay, let's talk about coffee enemas. So I feel like I'm seeing these in the health industry about, like, women doing them, and I'm like, what even is a coffee enema? And it's literally where you, like, shoot coffee up your butt and it literally <laughs> <laughs> it is it, ju- it is and it's like a colon cleanse that's used as like alternative medicine and basically i don't know why coffee well it's caffeinated the caffeine in it yes i guess coffee like makes you poop is yeah. that the thought? because you're literally okay. shooting caffeine up yourself through the rectum but I was looking into like why people do it and it helps with there's a lot of things and one is like helps with yeast overgrowth helps with autoimmune diseases and the big thing is if you have a parasite it's really helping to remove that from you which I know like parasite cleanses are also like a thing now. that could
0: be a hot take in itself that could like be a thing in itself. does
1: everybody have a parasite or are they trying to get you to buy their parasite cleanser yeah and they say it can remove heavy metals from your body okay so there's all these benefits to it I know people like do them regularly I don't know. It wasn't really a hot take. It was more I was going like, to say, what's the hot take on that, Jensen? There is just like... I don't even know what it is. But it's like, have you ever thought about doing one? Have you known anyone's done one? Like, what's your thought on it? Do you think it sounds overrated? Because I don't really know much. I think, like, it could be something that you
0: could overdo or have negative side effects from, yeah. potentially. Yeah. I'd be down to do an enema once. We should do it for Cringy or Crunchy. I, th- when I, when I d- want someone to do it for me, though. Yeah. Like, I'm not given myself one. Yeah. Which, maybe it's more weird to have someone do it know. for me. But, like, I feel like if I gave myself one, what if I, like, hurt myself? Like, is it painful? Like, I feel like it feels I feel like it'd weird. It'd feel weird. I would like, like, that it feels like, oh my gosh, I, like, really cleaned myself <laughs> Well, yeah, no, they say you feel amazing after. Well, you're probably having a caffeine high from the coffee one.
1: And it's like, but then you're just, like, going to the bathroom, like, crazy, and you're clearing everything... <laughs> Okay, do Jess and I need to schedule coffee coffee enemas together? So basically, I'm curious, if anyone's listening, maybe you don't want to share this with us, you don't have to, but I'm curious if anyone's ever done one, because I feel like I've seen like some influencers or like in the health industry do them, and I'm just curious, like is it worth it? Does it actually, do you actually feel better after, or is it just like painful and terrible and you never do it again? So Mm -hmm. more of just like throwing the idea out there and bringing a topic up, but... Yeah, not really a hot take. If we ever do it, we'll give you a hot take on it. I don't know if we will, but yeah, that's mine. Um. Okay, so that kind of segues into mine.
0: Oh, okay. <laughs> um, because I think it can fit in this category. Okay. That I think the crunchy lifestyle – well, this isn't actually what I had written down, but now I'm making it more overarching, so okay. I'll explain. I think that the crunchy lifestyle in general – can be a scam or a marketing ploy. Mm, yeah. I think it's very mainstream right now. It's very popular. Mm-hmm. Good. I'm glad there's exposure to like people being like, oh, you can't have this dye in Europe, but you can in the US. Like maybe we should need it, right? Um, but I think a lot of it is like most things people can make money off of fear mongering other people. Yep. So, or selling like the magic cure So what I really had written down was essential oils are a scam. (laughs) That one really could get Mm -hmm. me canceled. And I don't want to like fully say that because I think essential oils can be nice. They can be useful. You can use them in home products. You can use them in things. Are you staring at my essential oils on the counter? Essential oils on the (laughs) counter. I have essential oils at my house. Yeah. I think there's a lot of money to be made in essential oils, and a lot of it is marketing. Mm -hmm. And I think They're not a cure-all. I think a lot of these health things aren't a cure-all. I think coffee enemas, I'm sure there's some type of company that sells them as this is going to heal you and make you feel Mm -hmm. amazing. I think you're going to find a million supplements that say that. Oh, yeah. I think you're going to find castor oil packs. Those are the answer. This is the answer. The multi-level
1: marketing companies that are trying to sell you their. Everybody's
0: going to make a buck on either making you think they can make you the healthiest person ever or heal your disease or I don't know. I think that we really need to like if we're living this country lifestyle, keep in perspective like that's just making healthier choices. And like if you're starting to invest all this money in this stuff, like really just be careful, I would say, because I honestly think that the most impactful changes you can make are ones that don't cost money. it's it's getting better sleep, it's sunlight, it's walking outside, it's mindset, drinking meditating, more water, drinking water. It's the small things. And again, I'll go back to 150 years ago. Like, if we're like, how did our ancestors live? Were they healthy? Like, what would we do if we weren't living in today's day and time? They weren't diffusing essential oils. Yeah, they were using herbs medicinally and stuff. And Mm -hmm. I, that's the thing. Like, I herbalism, I think, is incredible. But I think there's an overuse of essential oils. Mm -hmm. I think there's an overuse of supplements. I think there, because this is all marketed, people are making money Mm -hmm. off it. I am very, like, staunch on, like, I... I really do not spend a lot of money on like supplements and these crunchy products and stuff. I have in the past. I've done the whole essential oil thing. I've done all these things. I think you just have to be careful. I think do like even the cleaners and stuff. Like make your own with like vinegar and lemons yeah. or, or baking soda. Like really simple things are really what normally make the most impact here. And you can get really caught up in spending a lot of money. And i just be wary of anyone who's like this is going to heal you or you need this and stuff because there are people with, there's people with ill intentions and then there's people that truly do believe it. But like, you don't, it's not about adding in. It's about like stripping down and going back to the basics and just yeah. making healthier choices. So that's my hot
1: take. One example I have with that, I couldn't agree more first off, but um, my brother-in-law, he bought this um, protein and it was like, it's called like nose to tail or something. And basically it has like, All of, like, it has, like, liver, heart, everything in it, which is really cool. And he got it for me for, like, Christmas or something. But it was, like, $70, I think, for this bag of protein powder. Whereas, like, Mm -hmm. I can go into my fridge right now, and I I literally have packs of liver probably for the next three years of my life because of what people have given me. So, (laughs) and it costs me nothing. So, it's, like, that literally is free. Obviously, you have to taste it. But... I think we over we overspend, we overcomplicate things whereas like go to the source. Like eat eat simpler, get outside, drink water. Like yeah. I don't know where I was going with that, but just don't overspend, don't overcomplicate it because people want to make money.
0: Crunchy lifestyle is a scam. You heard it here. I'm kind of crunchy. I, wow. Major hot take. Did Me? we just cancel our podcast? <laughs> is this the last episode? Well, it's it's free <laughs> no. for you to listen to this. So. Yeah. Yeah, and we're literally trying to sell you nothing other than our merch. But other our merch—that's like clothing. And like, it's just like if you like us,
1: if you like us, and it's it
0: really is like yeah. We're not break. We're not like making bank on that. No, we're not.
1: <laughs> we honestly just wanted our. No, we're actually we, we wanted our own kind of crunchy merch, and we're like, mm, we should sell this too. But we're actually asked, maybe losing money on shipping. probably. <laughs> this is an investment. It's fine. Um. Okay, my next one is high protein diets are not the way to go and kind of going off that it's more of like a high of anything diet like a high fat diet a high protein diet like I think there's this thing of like we have to be like all in on something where it's Mm -hmm. like can we just like eat a normal balanced diet because I feel like when you focus too much on like protein or fat like you just don't feel great like literally like when I was eating I was eating a high protein diet this past winter one I like kind of gained weight and felt crappy and I was like but I thought Mm -hmm. I was doing the right thing I didn't digest food as well like it was a lot on my body like I still eat protein now like you need to have a little you need to have a good balance Mm -hmm. but I think like like the fitness world and just like culture now is like protein 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 and I think like that kind of takes away like the intuitive eating behind like you know what it feels like to feel like you're nourishing yourself when you feel good and like if you don't hit 100 grams of protein like that's okay. Like, I feel like we give ourselves these numbers of like macros we need to hit because society says, like, you need these many fats to have good hormones, this much protein to like have your hormone I don't know. I just feel like eating a balanced diet is like the way to go. And I feel like society is just like, nope, mm-hmm. you need to like hit your macros. And I don't know. What's your take on that? I think it's like. <laughs> everybody's got like really
0: specific goals now yeah. and stuff and it's like we just dwell so much on like our bodies and the aesthetics of it and like the health of it and it's like again just stripping it back to like being more into it intuitive with mm-hmm. it and like yeah if it doesn't feel good and you're like but I want to hit this macro number because I need to make these gains or I want to have the toned look or because everybody says protein's good like that is not healthy if you are like force feeding yourself yeah. or if it doesn't feel good for you or like you're having to like overthink about food. And I would all I, I'd almost argue any type of like that's that's almost like a a not an eating disorder, but disordered outlook on yeah. eating. When you're dwelling on it in any way, when you're participating in like a diet culture like that. And like I know people Sometimes there are diets that are necessary for certain health conditions mm-hmm. and stuff that are like almost prescribed by a doctor. Yeah. But I think in general, like, can we just like stop, like, focusing on our what we're eating so much in numbers? Like that's that's not healthy either. Like yeah. in this diet health culture, like, can we just try to eat healthy things intuitively? Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's all what I have with that. Take. I like it. Okay, my next one is uh I hate paper straws <laughs> and I don't think they're really making a difference. Mm-hmm. This is what irks me. Mm-hmm. We go somewhere and they give us a paper straw and a plastic cup. And it's like, what are you doing? Give me the plastic straw at mm-hmm. this point. Like you're not making the impact. I feel like it's like a cover up for like it makes you feel good. Like, you're doing something to make an impact. Mm-hmm. But then you're going and throwing the plastic cup away. And it's, like, going in the ocean. You're not recycling it. Like, I just... I think that the environment... Like, I am a big... Like, I feel awful that there's, like, turtles dying in the ocean. Mm-hmm. And and animals from these plastics and things. And I think that we need to be more conscientious. I, I also think, like, too, like... Okay, like, on a little, like, Christianity aside like that so many Christians just like don't care about that and it's like God created this earth and like we are supposed to be tenders and caretakers of it Mm -hmm. and we should care about our impact on the earth and like everyone should care about that whether you're like Christian or not I think but like it matters to me like the treatment of animals and stuff like that because I think it's all like beautiful creation and Mm -hmm. I I think we need to be conscientious consumers But like the paper straws, I feel like it makes people think they're making an impact Mm -hmm. when there are far bigger things they could do to actually impact that. Reducing their overall waste. Not, you You do Walmart pickup now, guess what? They are double bagging each item singularly. I literally, before they had the option on my app, called and asked them, is there any option for me to do pickup and not have my items bagged? I have a grocery basket or a laundry basket in my car that you can put groceries in. And they were like, oh yeah, sure. Well now it is an option on their app, but just like that's, I feel like that's more of an impact than not using a plastic straw. And like, yes, the small things add up, but like if you're not making daily decisions like Mm -hmm. with recycling and things like that. Mm -hmm. Also the issue stems bigger than just the United States, like worldwide. And like, we've got these jets flying. We have just like over consumption and overuse of all these things that are like polluting the Mm -hmm. air in the world. Again, with the sustainable fashion and stuff, we have these big companies that are fast fashion Mm -hmm. and they're producing these in countries that don't don't have as many regulations on like environmental Mm -hmm. impact and stuff. And it's contributing negatively to the health of our globe Yeah, because we want quick, we want instantaneous, we want cheap. And the problem's bigger than just the U.S. And I just feel like the paper straws just are a make people feel good thing, and they're not making the big impacts that we need to.
1: And they're so annoying. Like
0: that's <laughs> <They> also we <laughs> yes, okay, just yeah, annoying. Too. We
1: were just when we were just in Maine, the one place you went to, they gave us paper straws, and Logan's like, I hate paper straws. Like he really hates them. And we were di- <laughs> we were at dinner last night, and they gave us paper straws, and I'm like this is annoying and then by the time you're halfway through your drink it's like all like disintegrated almost so one they're not great one it doesn't really make that big of an environmental difference two they're annoying so it's overrated if like you are literally doing best practices at your entire restaurant
0: and company and you are sourcing that food from other places that are doing best practices i am fine with the paper straw but If I'm going to a Starbucks and they are giving me a paper straw when I know that their work environments are like not good for their workers in other countries, not sustainable practices, negatively impacting the environment, and then they're giving you it in a Mm -hmm. plastic cup. And no, no, don't try to pretend like you're making a difference. Mm -hmm. You better be really putting in the effort if I'm getting a paper straw. So that's that.
1: (laughs) That's my um, hot take. <laughs> I just have one more that okay. I want to hit on. So, intermittent intermittent fasting is bad for female hormones. So heart I deep. feel like intermittent fasting has become a big thing, and I think it's actually again I could dive into more science. What I, the research I've done is it's actually really healthy for males to do, just mm-hmm. because their hormones are like they're not twenty four hours, twenty four hours, same every day. Women are like, you know women. We're just all over the place. <laughs> you know the girls. You know. Uh, we, yeah, exactly. So there really can be not helpful for women's hormones. I know that like eating, waiting until noon to have food, like your blood sugar is going to spike through the roof. You're going to be all over the place. Um, I just think it's like a gym girls type of thing where it's like, oh, it helps you to like maybe be able to like eat more in that certain amount of time or there's like health benefits to it. I think it messes up with your hormones. I think it's not healthy either. I think there's a lot of diet culture behind it too. But Rachel, you actually—oh, sorry, no, she's <laughs> coming at me on my birthday. You—this isn't my actual birthday though. So, but you okay. talk about fasting and you've done it in actually super like healthy ways. So like, maybe you just want to talk about how when you've done fasting where it's not like where how it doesn't okay. like wreck your hormones. I guess like talk about that on the spot. On the spot. It's like... Okay, so
0: yeah, I would agree with you. I think um, regular, consistent, intermittent fasting for women that still have a menstrual cycle is not the best. I think once women have gone through menopause, their hormones balance out more so similar to men's than like someone who's on their period. Mm -hmm. So I think if it's something a lady that's past menopause wants to practice – um, that's something she could look into and it'd maybe be safer than for like women our age yeah. that are still having a consistent menstrual cycle. Um, yeah. It can impact your hormones. Um, women are on a month-long cycle of hormones, whereas guys are on a 24 hour cycle. And so there are different impacts of that. I think that fasting though can be an incredible tool for healing. Um It can help reduce inflammation. It can give your organs a rest. It helps your body to get in the state of like kind of cleaning out and resetting. And um, it's also biblical on the cellular level arrest. And we don't often get that. If you think about our body, we are like eating consistently that those organs are having to always be at work. Mm -hmm. So when I have fasted before... I have a few rules. It has to be intentional. It's not for weight loss. Um, I, as a, a girl, only doing it, do it during my follicular phase because your body needs less calories mm-hmm. um, during that and, and has a little more energy and stuff. Um, I also will, I've done like three to five day fasts. Normally at the start of each January, I will do a fast three to five days and it is like an intentional life, fast. It is without my phone. It is without technology. It's without TV, podcast, music, anything. I fast from like everything and really do a hard reset on life at the beginning of the year. And food is also part of that. And I spend a lot of time resting and praying and meditating and those things. And it's really healing for me. Um, when I am really struggling with health, I will do a like 36 to 48 hour fast sometimes. I do not do that regularly um maybe once to twice a year to allow my body some healing especially if there's a lot of inflammation Mm -hmm. again during my follicular phase intentional not for weight loss when I come out of that fast I am focused on eating really whole nourishing foods bone broths um gut healthy foods like sauerkraut kimchi things like that um rices like chickens really whole healthy foods drinking plenty of water on the fast, um, and resting and sleeping more because your body's going to be lower energy. Um, so I do think it can be an amazing tool, but I don't think it should be like a regular practice. I think it should yeah. be used as a health healing tool. Yeah. And like obviously, disclaimer, like if you have underlying conditions or something, like check with the doctor. Yeah. Don't just be like, I'm not eating for days.
1: Like <laughs> Rachel said to do a 36-hour fast. Yeah, and- kind of, couldn't <laughs>
0: me? <laughs> no. So I think, I think you have to be careful. I think you have to be intentional. Mm-hmm. I think there's no reason to overuse a fast. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there are negative impacts of doing it yeah. on your hormones and stuff. I personally feel that the benefits outweigh those negative impacts for me to do it once a year. Mm-hmm. And I feel in a place where my hormones are balanced and good enough that I can bear the load of that small stressor mm-hmm. on my body um, for the positive impacts it's going to have. But that's not going to be the case for everyone. So. Yeah. What works for me isn't going to work for you.
1: Awesome. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. Do you want to hit us? Uh, Do you have one or two more left? Um, okay. I have one more. Okay. And this one's like, <laughs> not even a health one.
0: Um, I am, actually, I'm going to share two because we talked about one last night.
1: What was last night?
0: Okay. Maybe you'll remember one. Okay. <laughs> I am over Airbnbs. Mm. I'm done with Airbnbs. There's just like... You are paying the same price as a hotel. You're not, I feel unsafe in them. Sometimes like any, the owner could just have a key. They could have cameras anywhere. I'm having to strip the sheets, clean the whole place, pay a cleaning fee. I love a hotel. The experience of a hotel, the bed, the breakfast, the, like the pool, you're in. I, I love a hotel and that's my hot take
1: is hotels are in, Airbnbs are out. I couldn't agree more. There's nothing better than when you walk into a fresh, clean hotel room mm-hmm. and you know it's clean. Having, we were just in, when we were at West Palm Beach for a wedding, they had this amazing breakfast every morning. Yeah. Unlimited coffee. Like, it was just some, that didn't have a pool, but a lot of them the have a The hospitality. The hospitality. Like, knowing, yeah. like, if I need extra towels, I just go get them. And I can leave the room a mess. Not that I'm a slob. <laughs> I'm going to trash like, this But, room. like, I feel like we were just, we just stayed in an Airbnb in Maine. And luckily, this Airbnb just said, like, hey, like, put the towels in this basket. We'll do – like, they were like, we'll do Mm -hmm. the sheets. We'll take the – like, it was really nice. But I've been in some Airbnbs where it's like, you have a list of things, and if you don't do them, they can charge you. And when you look at an Airbnb price, you're like, oh, my gosh, $80 a night. But then it's, like, $70 of cleaning fees, which – And taxes. And and taxes. And, And then you want to get a super
0: host so you know it's actually a good one. And then those are more expensive because you could find a flop otherwise.
1: And, like, you're messaging the host where it's, like, a hotel is just, like, it's just easier. You can literally
0: go. show up day of at a yeah. hotel and say,
1: can I get a room? Yeah. What? I know.
0: That's amazing.
1: The you on- don't have to be The pre-plan. only thing I would say is Airbnbs are good if you have a group. So, say you're doing, like, a long weekend. Yes. I think that's fine for a group because like if you're in a hotel yeah, and you want, you don't want to get different rooms and where do you hang out? Airbnbs yeah. are good for groups. Or if Bachel- they're like a
0: really special experience. Well, like yes. it's a
1: super unique Airbnb. Yes. Like you're staying in like a tree house or something really cool. Like you're there for the experience. Like and another thing is like. And bat- you're willing to pay more yeah. for that. Like a bachelorette party. I'm not going to stay in a hotel for a bachelorette party. You're going to get an yes. Airbnb. Like those are instances where it makes sense. But I would just say if Logan and I are going somewhere, like, I would prefer a hotel. And I couldn't agree more with you, Rachel, See, so... I love the hotel amenities. Uh, I love... Yeah. We love amenities. Amenities, love girls. Um, The one that we were talking about last
0: night, do you remember it? Concerts? Yeah. Yes. Concerts are out. We're done with concerts. That's our hot take. <laughs> I don't want to go to a concert. Can't even hear the music. Okay, I'm probably uncomfortable because of the weather. My seat's far away. I... Had to arrange all these things to go. I paid for the ticket and then I'm paying for dinner. I'm just not having a good time. Do you know what's in? I can I can listen to that in my house and enjoy it better. I don't care about seeing that person perform mm-hmm. it live. I'd rather go to like an orchestra and like very like nicely clap for them mm-hmm. and really appreciate the music. Okay, that's one thing. But I just feel like concerts are out. I'm done with concerts. Um, Concerts are out. Maybe sporting events are in. Is that I would what agree you said.
1: I feel like we were discussing that like there's kind of like an idolization of concerts now where it's like we feel like people are just like you're so obsessed with the people like it's almost like unhealthy.
0: Yeah, I do like like the the commonality of like okay for like Taylor Swift like they're all dressing in outfits. Yes, like, I think that's it's fun. like cute. I think it's fun. But like in general, I am just over concerts. Yeah. Like I I am and that's my hot take and you
1: might not agree, but We're just, it's not a thing anymore, but I will say one thing, and this is, my friend Kirsten always tells me this, like, she's like, she says that one of her favorite things in this world is when you're at a concert, and like, the singer stops singing, and you hear the entire crowd in unison, and it's just like a beautiful thing of like, everyone's voices uniting. That's really cool, but.
0: I think there can be like, a community or a commonality, and I think that's why people like them, but I'm just like, yeah, I'm not here for it anymore, and I love music, I'm Um, Country
1: country concerts are kind of fun, but I'm like I'm not I don't feel like I need to spend the money to go to one. Like I feel like those are more like a summer vibe, and like I would be willing to go to one of those. I feel like I can
0: like also this is like a testament to like online or TikTok. Like you can watch them perform through there, which really like that should be why you have to go to the concert to get that experience or whatever. I feel like I'd rather go to a sporting event, and I'm not even a sporting person, but like. You don't know what's going to happen. You're rooting for or against someone. Like, you're part of a common cause. Like, you get to tailgate or whatever. Like, I'd rather go to a sporting event if I'm going to go to something. I just feel more excitement, more engaged than, like, the music. I've already heard this music before. And I can't even hear it to appreciate, like, the quality of it. Well, if you want good seats, too,
1: you're spending, like, a million dollars.
0: Yeah. I don't know. I'm very, like... I'd rather like really listen and pay attention to the music and the concert doesn't give me that experience. Yeah.
1: So anyway, that's my hot that's take. That's our hot take, but I don't have any more. Do I don't you... either. We were going to do Q
0: and A. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's, let's do it. We had a few questions come in. Let me find them. They're fun. We actually had some really good ones that we like that we were like, oh, we have to think about these. Okay. I want to start with the first one. Yeah. So the first one is I have a difficult time drinking milk. I've never been able to get past the taste. I want to try to drink raw milk, but do you have any other good alternatives for people who struggle with drinking raw milk?
1: Um, I would just say first, some raw milk tastes more milky, milky than others. <laughs> I swear, Landis Family Farm in Lancaster, their raw milk is like the best. And that's just like... yeah. Sponsor. I think it depends Spons- on the cows, too. Sponsor me, um, because I literally love them so much, but their milk doesn't have... Because I don't <laughs> think they're doing sponsorship. Um, well, I promote them to everyone, so they should. But I think I've had raw milk that tastes a little bit more like... I don't even know how to describe it. So I guess I would just maybe, one, try some different sources, but two, like mixing it into smoothies putting in your oatmeal like where you're not literally drinking it but you're still like consuming it so you're getting like the benefits from it because a lot of people just don't like to drink milk and I think that's like fine but like where can you incorporate it into your diet where it's not like you're just pouring a glass of it I
0: don't like milk mm-hmm. like a glass of plain milk grosses me out unless I'm like drinking it with a cookie or a mm-hmm. brownie Um my husband loves milk just would love to just drink a cold <laughs> glass of milk and it kind of grosses me out um, I don't think raw milk is, like, the end-all be-all to health solutions. I think, like, if that's something for you that you're, like, I don't really like milk, maybe it's just something you bypass. Like, yeah. and when you drink milk, you have regular milk, but you don't regularly incorporate it. I do think raw milk has good health benefits, and it, it also has risks, like we've talked about. But I, I think, like, that's why each health journey is unique is, like, mm. That might not be something you do on your health journey, and that's okay. Maybe try to find a local farm that does, like, low pasteurization Mm -hmm. or just even a local farm with milk if you want to drink milk. Um, Yeah, you can add it into things, like, to kind of mask it, but Mm -hmm. I, like, that would honestly be my recommendation is I use my raw milk a lot to make butter. I've been trying to make cheese and yogurt. I do not drink a lot of my raw milk regularly. I don't like milk. It's just... I can get good probiotics from a lot of the other foods I'm eating and good gut health things from other things. So occasionally I'll have a glass of it, but really I'm using it for other things. It's not it's not like I love a good glass, glass of raw milk. That's just yeah. never going to be my thing, and that's okay. Not every health thing is. So yep. it might just be one of those things that you're like, you know what, I really
1: don't need to drink the raw milk. <laughs>
0: yeah. And that's okay. Yeah. Like I, I really don't drink it all that much either. Yeah.
1: Okay, our next one. Is borax a clean, healthy ingredient to use in DIY cleaning products? Okay, so again, we're not research girls um, to, like, be able to tell you the
0: chemical compounds of borax and stuff. Um, We both looked up Wellness Mama's article on this because we love to reference her because she really does a lot of research. Yeah. So borax, the way I can best, like, conceptualize it is that it's almost like similar to, like, a baking soda where it's, like, Mm -hmm. a naturally found, like, chemical, I guess, kind of. Mm -hmm. Um, I know a lot of people use it in uh, homemade laundry detergent, Mm -hmm. so I'm thinking maybe that's where this question's coming from. I don't use Borax to make my own laundry detergent. Wow, I am struggling today. It's that tongue time. Mm Um... (laughs) I don't make my own laundry detergent. I I buy one from Molly Suds. Mm-hmm. And that's something that, like, is easier for me to do. Mm-hmm. Based on, like, the article I read from Wellness Mama, and, like, my thoughts are I I would be careful with it. Like, you are any chemical that you don't, like, obviously do not eat it. Yeah. Um, don't put it, like, directly on your skin. Yeah. I think if it's kind of, like, diluted and mixed in something, you could try it in a laundry detergent. But, again, like if you notice anything different, like an irritation or anything, I would, I would switch them.
1: Yeah. 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 That's kind of what she said. Like she didn't find any like compelling arguments that it's like really bad for you. Um, mm-hmm. but like, there's not a ton of research on it. So I just like, it's probably more safe than like all the chemicals in the stores cause it is like mm-hmm. more natural. But again, like everyone's body also reacts to things differently. So if you want to use it and you it works for you use it but i also like again don't like ingest it apply it to your skin it's just like if you're gonna clean with baking soda and vinegar like that can irritate
0: your skin too like you don't need to be rubbing baking soda right on your skin you know what i mean so just like be careful with everything you use if you're you're gonna try something that's like a little crunchier and you're like yeah apprehensive the next one says where are you guys buying meat from I get... Do you want addresses?
1: (laughs) So, I mean, I would (laughs) say... So, we just got a lot of meat from um, Logan's cousin, who is a farmer. So, find your local farmer. Um, So, we just got a bunch of meat that'll probably last us, like, two years. Um, Chicken's hard. I feel like... I just get my chicken from Aldi. I try to get, like, the cleanest brand there. Mm -hmm. But, like, it's really hard to find, like, good chicken for a normal cost that's not breaking the bank. So, I would say, like... Control what you can control. That's not going to break the bank. So yeah, we get our meat from a local farm, our beef from a local farmer, but then like, usually I'll get like, try to get like organic chicken sausages or try to get like the organic, organic, um, non-hormone. I mean, I can't say hundred percent that that's completely mm-hmm. clean, but trying to make the better choices there is what I would say. What about you, Rachel?
0: So, I mean, I live in rural PA. We get a cow with my parents every year from a local farmer. It's grass fed. Um, and so we share that, so that's our beef. Pork, honestly, we don't eat a ton of pork. And when Same. I have in the past, I've sourced it either from like a local store, like Lone Oak is one by, my, by me, or um, I have before gotten it in the store. Like if I'm making pulled pork for a function, I just bought a pork butt in the store. The thing is like the pigs, if you like see that some of the pig meat sometimes can come from China and they're like in multi-level factories, not getting any sun, eating mm-hmm. trash. It is like, hmm, I don't really want to put that in my body. Um, We are getting a pig this fall for the first time to share with my parents. (gasps) And what we actually Fun. did is um, I found one of the local farms that does really good farming practices near us um, and just Facebook message them and ask, when do you have pigs? How much are they? Like, What's the deal? And so we we went for it. So we'll see how it goes. We've yeah. never gotten one. Chicken is hard. I have tried to source local chicken for years. I have about four or five people that I know that do chickens and like with the way they space it, it's normally different times and I can kind of find some. That's not always the case. Sometimes I have to pick some up at Aldi, like I don't have enough. Um, also, it does tend to be expensive and they come in whole chickens. So then you have to figure out a way to use the whole chicken once you dethought So that's tricky. Um, and we like to eat chicken. Honestly, my best case scenario for chicken is to, my, my hope is to one day raise like a batch of 30 to 60 chickens, butcher, and the day of butchering, cut down and vacuum seal some into like breasts, legs, like mm-hmm. thighs, that yeah. type of stuff. And then keep some whole to have chicken for the year. Um, we're not in that place yet in our life. I wish we were. I was literally just saying to Logan on the way here, is there any way at our current house we can do this? And and there's just not. So I'm trying to source it as locally as possible. Chicken is like the hardest one. I know there is a website, Good Ranchers. And apparently they have really good like chicken mm-hmm. breasts. But I think it is pretty pricey. Yeah. Um. The other thing is, I think we get really used to just using chicken breasts for things. And we have to get more comfortable with cooking wings and legs and thighs. Which is at me because I don't like to eat chicken on the bone. <laughs> so, I'm going to have to get over that. But, yeah. Chicken's a hard one. Um, if you, like, are near one of us and want, like, specific people we use, like, message one of us.
1: Because I don't know where you live. Yeah. Okay. Um, then... And- you want me to go yeah go. okay go. <laughs> natural ways to reduce inflammation i feel like there's a lot with this yeah um turmeric
0: is an amazing herb cinnamon cinnamon you can get those in supplement form even mm-hmm. get one that has black pepper in it it helps to activate mm-hmm. it um definitely cold
1: plunging can help with that like i a- said sometimes fasting fasting grounding like there's actually if you look up like body scans of like the inflammation in your body of like Before you ground and after you ground, like, the earth literally can Mm -hmm. reduce inflammation. So, try grounding. It's free. Literally, be outside more. Reducing your seed oils and processed sugars. Yeah. Drinking more water. Overall, just nourishing yourself. Leafy greens, fruits, olive oils, nuts. Like, foods that are, like, good for you and nourishing for you. Limiting your alcohol. I know. Avoiding caffeine. Not avoiding, but limiting caffeine. Things that, like, they're just inflammatory. So, I think, like... With, like, inflammation, it's not, like, you just do one thing. It's, like, an overall lifestyle. Mm-hmm. You're, you're incorporating different practices. So I would just say, sure. like, don't just try to, like, add turmeric and think you're going to avoid inflammation. Like, it's an overall lifestyle.
0: Yeah. Um, then we had, like, two asking about types of workouts to do or what to do at the gym. Any advice with that? Um, my advice with that is get a coach. <laughs> Promoing myself. No. <laughs> um, or, like, get a plan. Um. It does just make it way easier it takes off the stress of going in the gym and being like what am I gonna do am I gonna see results from it like get a professional that has some sort of plan to follow where you're doing like graded activity to build Mm -hmm. strength or there's intention behind it that's that's gonna be literally your best bet for like feeling good about your workouts in
1: the gym and making progress yeah well said Um, the next question was for me Jensen (laughs) Jensen how has moving away from your small town changed your life for the better? I wonder if this person is from Punxsutawney. I bet they are. I don't know. Are. I bet they are. They're probably like, "How do I get out? How how is or life Or maybe they got the out and they're like, "You need to share life on the outside." Um, well, I don't even know how to answer this because I I truly feel finding community is key wherever you are whether you're in your small mm-hmm. town still whether you move away like no matter where you go like finding people is, is what is what's gonna make your life better like I know that like I feel so plugged in out in Mannheim and Lancaster like I found community through my work through my church through I don't know I just I've just made friends and I feel like I've found like a good community so like I would just say like when you move out of your small town you're You've known the same people your whole life, but it just does open new doors. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say, like, being out of a small town, like, there's just more things to do. Not that Punxsutawney <laughs> doesn't have a lot to do. Available. but like, um, No, Punxsutawney does not have a lot to there's do. There's nothing to do. Um, <laughs> if you I, are, like, a fan of the podcast and not from there, I wouldn't recommend coming. You can go on February 2nd for Groundhog, Groundhog Day, Day. And that's about it. Um, yeah. But it's like where I live now is so nice because like it's rural, but also like Lancaster City is twenty minutes away. She literally has
0: cows that are out in the
1: pasture behind her house right now. But I can be in. But a you city. can be at a Target or Chick Fil A in like ten minutes. Yeah, so she she's got a good it's deal. It's the best of both worlds, and we're close to so many airports. We're close to New York City, the beach. Like, this is
0: really a beautiful location.
1: It's kind of perfect. I love like it. I don't ever want to move from here until I'm like sixty, and we're like maybe in like South Carolina retired. I don't know. I just made that. Oh, up. okay. I don't Didn't know. Didn't know that was the plan. It wasn't. I just. That out of nowhere, I told my Logan, like, if we weren't
0: tied, both our family lives in punksy and Mm -hmm. we're like, they're staying, and Mm -hmm. that's home base for us. Like, I love this area, it's beautiful. Like, yeah, yeah, I think so. I feel like it has
1: changed my life for the better. I still love my hometown, I love going home. Um, it's funny, I thought I would like never leave when I was in high school. I was like, I couldn't imagine living anywhere (laughs) else, and now I'm like totally so happy out here.
0: I thought I would leave for sure, yeah.
1: But I would just encourage you, like, if you are, like, thinking about, like, leaving your small town or just, like, communities, everything. Like, make sure you get plugged in. No matter what you do, like, people make, like, no matter where you live, like, it's the people. So, that's my answer.
0: But there was part two. What's part two of it? You want to read it? Both. Have you ever received negative comments about podcast or living eighty (laughs) twenty? I don't think, like, I've received, like, nobody said anything to me. In person. No. Negative. Maybe they're just holding their tongue. They, yeah. Everybody hates it, but nobody's telling us. Yeah. They're like, stop embarrassing yourself, Like, girls. most of
1: our reviews have been really good. <laughs> someone. We did have some one in three stars. We did. We someone did. left
0: a one-star review
1: on the podcast. Which, like,
0: like sh- I like the honesty. Like, if you don't like it, you don't like it. That's
1: okay. Yeah. It's not salty about that at all. Um, <laughs> okay. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. Um... But no, honestly, really, people haven't, like, pushed back on us. If, if anything, people ask more about it. They're like, tell us more about it. I feel like it's people are, like, interested in, like, learning more about it. And no one's like, mm-hmm. that's stupid. I think the thing, like, like for me is,
0: um, I feel like it can be controversial. Because, like, the crunchy community can be, like, far-reaching in many Mm -hmm. different aspects and some of the stuff like I don't agree with all the crunchy things that people are doing Mm -hmm. like this is the hot take episode and I was saying like the crunchy lifestyle is a scam you know what I mean like I think that um that people are always gonna have different opinions and I'm my hope is on this podcast that we're making an open space for us being like we're here just trying to figure it out see what works for us see what works for you like I think at the core, we just want to live a healthier, happier lifestyle. And what that looks like for us might not be for you. So I'm hoping this is more like fun and encouraging to people to talk about this stuff than like pressure
1: or like... Controversial. Although, this is our hot take-ups. <laughs> I think the wrong one to say that on. I think the big thing is, like, the fact that we do claim 80-20, people aren't saying, like, oh, you claim this perfect lifestyle, but look at you eating your... And we don't want to. That's, yeah, like, we that... want
0: you to know, like, yeah. we are consuming seed oils, even though we know they're bad for us. Like, we're not perfect. Sometimes. Like, like,
1: so I think, like, the fact that we don't act like we have it all together, the fact that we, like, act like we live this perfect life... We're hoping we ho- don't. We're hoping we don't, because I feel like we've clearly communicated that we live 80 20 for sure yeah um okay
0: the last one do you ever feel like the results you see from living kind of crunchy are placebo
1: I love this question yes, we have been discussing this a lot since yeah uh, since whoever asked this yeah I I really love this one because it really like made me think
0: mm-hmm. yes and no so mm-hmm. I do believe things like red dyes um some of the chemicals we spray our crops with, things like that, they are banned in other countries. Like that is fact because Mm -hmm. of their negative health impacts. Mm -hmm. And we don't have as good of regulations here. And so that's just an example I'm using of like, I believe and like there is research that proves these things to be bad and negatively impact our health. So I believe making choices to avoid those is going to positively impact my health. I also believe though, that your mind and body are super connected and mindset's everything. And is every crunchy change going to uh, positively affect my health or like really matter? I I can't say for sure. What I can say is, you know, there's research studies where they give people a real medicine and then the other test group gets a placebo or sugar pill. And guess what? Like 50% of the sugar pill people heal too because in their mind, they think they're receiving the real mm-hmm. medication. So <laughs> am I making myself sound like a nutcase? Um, I think your mind and body are connected and that it can be incredibly healing if your mindset is health and healing. Mm-hmm. Your mind alone can be really integral in, in helping you to be healthy and to heal from things. Um, so like if
1: it isn't really impactful, I think it still could be just by believing it's impactful. Does that make sense? I think it does. I feel like it's one of those things where it's like, you don't, like a lot of times in life, like you're planting seeds, but you don't know if you're always seeing the fruit from it and different Mm -hmm. things in your life. And uh, I think like, we might not see the results of this years from now. We might even not see results of it. But I think like knowing like, you're doing your best to nourish yourself. And that's like, and again, nourishing yourself, not trying to be perfect. Like, I can't tell you if like, eating something that I feel completely better. But I do know, like, if I eat a lot of cedar, my skin breaks out. And I do know if I'm, like, not sleeping well that I'm not feeling my best. So there are things that you definitely do see, but some things you don't. And I think, like, that's where it's, like, finding your balance of, like, okay, I'm going to choose to live Mm -hmm. as healthy as I can, but I'm not going to, like, overstress myself out about it because, like, Sometimes I don't see the results, Mm -hmm. and sometimes I do. I feel like that's like a that was a really hard question. Whoever asked that, and it really did make us think. So, and I think if you
0: are doing the whole crunchy thing, and it's more of a stressor to you than just like living the way you were, stop. Yeah, that is more negative for your health. Yeah, than than being crunchy is positive. Yeah, like if it's not like authentic and just like you're enjoying it and making small healthy changes, then you really need to like reassess. Is this right for me? Couldn't agree more. Was that our last one? That was our last one. Okay. Thank well, you guys for asking. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully we don't get cancelled from this yeah. hot take
1: episode. Um, let us know your thoughts though. Nicely. Please. Please. Last <laughs> thing. Happy birthday, Rachel. I hope you're having the best day. Thank you for recognizing me. I of really course. needed this. You are just the birthday queen and I hope your 27 is birthday the best yet. Queen. Me too. Yeah. Hope you enjoy your pizza. I hope you hope that's happening tonight. Well, oh, yeah, when I listen to this. Yeah, when campaign, you're listening. That, yeah. to be like, I don't think we're doing this. <laughs> When you're listening to this on yeah. the day of.
0: Well, um, guys, thanks, thanks for being you here. for listening. Thank, Thank you yes. for being
1: here. Have a wonderful August 8th, Rachel's birthday day. Yes, and if you're watching on YouTube, make sure you like and subscribe. Leave us a comment wishing Rachel a happy birthday. She would love to hear that. I would love it. More she than, would love it. More and than if anything. you're listening on Spotify, Apple, and you haven't already gave us a little review, we'd love that too. But we're just happy you're here. Thanks for listening to our hot takes. Don't cancel us. We love you all. And we'll talk to you next week. Bye.
0: Remember, although we talk all things health and wellness here, this is not medical advice and you should always seek out your medical professional for further questions. Thanks again for listening. Please remember to share, comment, and subscribe to help support our podcasts.